<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the bullpen. Uh, my name is Les Vogler. I'm representing the basketball service, Vogler Seaman Center, Vogler Cattle. Just some quick updates. Uh, out at Nebraska Bowl Service in McCook, Nebraska, the weekend of uh, October and second and third, we got the Nebraska Angus Tour coming through uh, that morning, uh, October third, seven third in the morning out at MBS. We are serving breakfast. I've been told it's going to be biscuits and gravy, uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, some sweet rolls, uh, probably a lot more food. Then we get a tour of the bowls and. Uh, and give a few speeches and stuff out there that morning. So I encourage anybody that is in that part of the state uh, to go ahead and jump in and call the Nebraska Angus Association, get on that tour. Uh, also out there at MBS, we are currently uh, adding on. We're building a new barn. Uh, in this, the year of COVID, it's, things are a little slow getting materials, but uh, promise you we will have that new barn up uh, by the 1st of December, hopefully, you know, it better be. Otherwise, I'm going to be talking to some contractors. But uh, back in Nebraska, we are just, uh, we got our first uh, scheduled IVF date coming up the 8th of October. I have a couple slots left open for that. Uh, that facility is just about done, not quite. It's kind of the same thing with the COVID, getting materials in and stuff. It's been a little, it's been a little slow this year trying to get just get materials in to get all that going. But that's kind of what's going on in our end of the world. And uh, upcoming on this uh, this podcast of the of the bullpen, I got a really great uh, Nebraska cattleman, a rancher, um, has one of the outstanding uh, cattle ranches in, in the state of Nebraska and has a sale upcoming here on uh, the 28th of September. Uh, with us today, I have uh, Mr. Jason Hoffman from the Hoffman Ranch. How are you doing today, Jason? Good. Yes, Les, thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know you got a sale coming up here on the on the 28th of September. Why don't you give us a little background, how you got started in the in the cattle business and where you came from and just a little bit about your family? Yeah, um, we are family owned and operated um, with some staff here. Uh, but we are originally from Northern California, um, about an hour and a half south of the Oregon border where we grew up. I was actually born in Oregon. My dad grew up in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ran there for a long time. And um, my folks had had outside jobs too um, to kind of take care of the ranch. And, um, you know, things have just kind of worked out to where, I mean, we, I mean, just kind of kept pulling together as a team forward and after college i had the opportunity to come back and ranch with them and we picked up some leases and done some extra things and started doing some embryo work again and um sales got pretty good you know especially the female sales and um we kind of always wanted to get back in this direction especially my dad um just to kind of be more in the heart of it and uh and just more central for everything. And, uh, 
and he was always really fascinated with the Sand Hills of Nebraska and um, had hooked up with a realtor that's actually a neighbor, and this realtor had called. His name is Joe Nutter, and, and um, he has an office in North Platte. However, he owns uh, his dad's ranch now. It's up here in Thetford, and he said, mm-hmm. I got a, a perfect place for you, and it actually neighbors me, and it was just about the right size of what we could buy at that time. And our banker in California told us that if you want to make this move, now's the time to do it and we'll help you, you know, with the transition and getting that property purchased and set up and everything. And then kind of the rest is history since we've been here in the last 12 years. Yeah. That's how I was wondering. That's how long you've been in the rest 12 years. So what, what yeah. how, how was that, uh, the move, uh, just the climate from, uh, Northern California to the heart of Nebraska and the Sandhills? Um, where we live, I mean, it was kind of on a drier cycle or the timing was different on our winters out in California. When I was a kid, we could get a tremendous amount of snow up there where we live. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, we'd get a lot of rain and stuff out there, but it'd kind of all come at the wrong time and come all in the winter and, and, um, it'd come in early spring, which would help you get grass started, but it was pretty much high desert. And you'd have to irrigate for all your grass if you sure. want to stay down in the bottoms and stuff. A lot of people ran up on uh, government ground and forest or BLM, mm-hmm. a lot of commercial producers do out there. But um, So that part was different, but you could get a lot of winter. Um, I'm, and that, that spooked me coming this direction, too. But the winters here are just more drastic. You know, you get more <laughs> wind. They're just yeah. harsher. Yep, exactly. But when... When we moved here, my dad said the wind's going to blow and you're going to deal with it. <laughs> Just get that in your mind right now and yep, go yeah. on. Yeah, and in Thetford, it does. It, it well, about anywhere in Nebraska, the wind seems to blow quite a bit. So, so when you moved, yep. so your dad moved the whole family, the whole operation, everybody moved to Nebraska. Yeah, we um, it kind of gradually throughout the first year, we kind of all got back here and um, brought cows out here in the fall and and took pretty darn good care of them through the winter took right. extra good care of them to make the transition and in that year you know we didn't bring a slug of cows out but that next year our conception rates and everything were fine so the cattle acclimated really pretty good oh good good so so when you moved uh a little history on that did what what breed primarily were you were you still in all three breeds, uh, the no. Hereford Angus, or just the Hereford back in California? or Pretty much just the Herefords. We'd owned some Angus cattle at times. and um, Anyway, but when we came, it was pretty much just the Herefords. And then our first couple bull sales were just totally almost primarily Herefords. And, and that's about all we sold for the first four or so years we were here. Um, and then, actually, the fall calving cow herd from Sitz Angus Ranch became available and we purchased them. Okay. And that kind of jump started the Angus deal here because we could see a need. <clears throat> like for us, I don't think there's a better cross than the Black Baldy. Right. And these Hereford cattle, really, they last so long that people aren't going to go back. Most people aren't going to go back. Some still do. They aren't going to go back Hereford on Hereford. Um, they're going to go back on those black baldy cows, um, you know, with Angus or Sim Angus bulls. Right, and exactly. So anyway, that was kind of what we did there. And if we were going to do it, you know, we wanted to own and try and make as good as we possibly could and could afford. And then like on the Sim Angus deal, 
kid um, just kind of gravitated that way. We there's a lot there. There's two neighbors that really stick in my mind that we do a lot with, and they used their Angus bulls and had even kind of approached us, you know, or uh, just kind of in conversation, wish you'd do this a little bit and stuff. Yeah. And and so we do it to. Um, I like the cattle, and then with my niece's fiance involved. Cody LaFrance from Canada mm-hmm. on the semi deal. It was a lot easier to take that breed a little more serious or make it more of a program here. Right. Exactly. So that's kind of where we're at. And, yeah. and our numbers are Angus and Herefords. There wouldn't be a lot of difference in how many we're running or even how many embryos we put in. But the we don't run near as many uh, Sim Angus. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of slowed that down a little bit and we're just building that program kind of back from the ground up right. with an Angus base. Exactly, exactly. So so basically you have the Hereford, the Angus, the Sim Angus and stuff. And so how all, how all do you market your cattle, Jason? Um, well, our female sale is coming up is where the top cut of our females go through. I mean, every now and then, you know, there's not an end or something we'll do privately. And, and like last year, we sold 250 cows to one guy privately. Yeah. So we're pretty open like that because in agriculture – I mean, you got to be pretty open-minded and, you know, like for us, you know, you can't be too married up to them all the time. I mean, you got to keep your program moving forward, but just about everything's for sale. You yeah, know? exactly. And, and, um, but anyway, our female sale and our bull sale are our priorities and we do sell a lot of bulls private treaty too, but like this female sale is coming up. Uh, not only is it like our best heifer calves, but it's also customers best heifer calves that we put in there on a percentage basis okay and then the bread heifers in the sale coming up are all our bread heifers all three breeds that ultra sounded with a heifer calf in there um and then also there's some partnership deals you know that just kind of need cleaned up because you get so deep when you own enough right. cows yeah some that i mean <laughs> Um, sometimes you anyway, clean, the, clean the books on some of those once in a while. So. Yeah, sure. And I mean, we got a lot of outstanding partners, but it becomes so big so fast, especially with embryo transfer. Mm-hmm. This is a good way. I mean, to offer really good cattle to our customers, but be cleaning up some of those partnerships or at least reducing them right. at the same time. So there are some like Herford heifers in there with bull calves in them. And that's what they see. They'd be a partnership type deal or sure. something, but, um, but as far as our own cattle that ultrasound with heifers, we don't hold anything off. So and, you uh, said they're, they're awful. Those heifers are awful for sale on your upcoming sale. Yeah. Yeah. And there's about 90 heifer calves. Um, there's about 60 uh, Herefords and about 30, or um, 20 Angus and about 10 Simi or Sim Angus. There's two or three purebred Simis in there and the rest are Sim Angus. And then bred heifers there's actually more angus heifers in there and uh, a little fewer herefords and then even fewer yet uh sim angus but everything that ultrasounded when we preg checked that had a heifer cap in them is in this sale yeah and it it was it was a little painful the day we ultrasounded because usually it seems like it's more of an even split and they'll be like yeah i can live with losing her because i got her flush mate <laughs> here this year it was like holy cow are they all gonna have heifers now <laughs> Yeah, sometimes sometimes it's kind of hard to let some of those go, but that is a nice thing. I know uh, we personally purchased a couple uh, breads from you last year, and that's a nice thing yeah. about the ultrasound. Uh, the sex heifer 
ultrasound, you actually do get a heifer calf rather than nothing against buying these that are, that are bred with the sex semen. But uh, sometimes with those, there is a chance you can get uh, the opposite sex. So I really, yeah. I really uh, like the fact that they're ultrasound and you know for sure you're going to get a heifer calf. So now, obviously, 2020 has been kind of a strange year, uh, especially when it comes to the uh, the cattle showing part of it. Uh, how are you kind of handling with all the changes and stuff going on with that right now? Um, everybody's doing everything they can. It gets out of uh, the stock show's hands so fast and politically that it's not ideal. Yeah. However, people within this industry are making shows happen. And you're already hearing right. a lot of chatter through replacement type shows for Denver and stuff, you know, and, and I don't know what we're going to do yet there, but as far as these juniors buying heifers and stuff, I'm comfortable that they're going to be able to show their right. heifers. Right, exactly. And that's that's one thing. You bring that up, and I noticed going through your catalog, you're also doing giving some of those juniors a pretty good incentive to buy in some of these open show heifers. You want to tell us a little yeah. bit about that? Well, um, with the Hereford Association, um, a year ago, or this would be the second year, the second time, but over a year ago, I'd contacted Amy Cowan and said, I'd like to do something, you know, annually. And how about if we uh, give every first year exhibitor a thousand dollar credit to come back and use in our sale on a live lot? Mm-hmm. And um, she went along with it. And it really wasn't used last year because I don't think a lot of people understood it was just that simple. You know, yeah. if that was your first year there, you can come to our sale and have a thousand dollars off your purchase. And then so this year, um, Every kid out there of any of the three breeds that wants to come purchase a heifer there, if this is the first heifer they're purchasing the show, um, you know, or, or a bred heifer too, but if this is their first heifer project, I guess I should say, they get a $1,000 credit also. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the, the first heifer that they bought from you, from your sale? No, their first heifer. Their if first, they're starting so, their project. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so for, Yeah. For the young or the new exhibitors coming out. That's a great yeah. program. Great program. Well, I hope, you know, it's, um, we try and do a lot and we sponsor a lot for the Hereford Youth Foundation and stuff. And I mean, because that's been our primary breed. Um, but I got so many legs up, um, you know, and even in the tough times, this industry and stuff, and the tough times my family went through. Yeah it seemed like within this industry, there was always somebody looking out for you if you were willing to work hard. And if they knew you took it serious and it's just worse. So uh, my time is so, um, I'm not any busier than anybody else, but it's the time's so scarce. I don't get to do a lot of those things right. for people or spend the time that other people did for me. Mm-hmm. And this is a way to kind of blanket the industry or, you know, I mean, kind of open up something give, different. Giving back to the industry. What, what has yep. helped you so and also yep. the uh tell us a little bit about what you have going on the night before uh before your heifer sale on that this side. is yeah it, it's turned into something i think really fun um we have a cajun boil that night and it started out kind of small and and it's a good social it's a good icebreaker to you know kind of um dine like that i guess right but um so we always kind of had that. And then we'd sell like at the end of the sale on, you know, on, of the live lot, we'd sell some embryos and stuff like that. Well, people are kind of all scattered and wanting to get home and it makes for a long day. Right. And, 
you know, it's a decent drive for a lot to get here. So we started having our embryo sale the night before. And with that embryo sale, we'll sell three flushes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll sell a lot of semen on bulls that it might be your only opportunity throughout the whole year to buy semen on these bulls right. or their partnership bulls that, um, semen's been locked up on. Um, so it's, pretty unique i think relative to the breed now a lot of people seem like do that too or they've made these that part of it bigger but it's been really good for us and within that we're going to sell the pick of the herford herd flush mm-hmm. you can pick any one of our donors to flush with and you know if there's some of them are owned with partners or whatever and if the partner's not comfortable doing it I'll, we'll rotate flushes out with the partners to honor the pick and however that works um, also we're selling, um, two flushes on Angus cows that, um, have herd bulls that have really done something in the industry. Uh, one of them is, um, Casino Bomber's mother. Yeah. We own her and the grandmother and she's kind of a nondescript cow. She's not going to blow you away. Um, but she is one producing winch mm-hmm. and these bomber daughters in production were calving the first ones here. And they are perfect udders. Awesome. I mean, some of the awesome. teats are almost too small. I think the longevity in yep. those udders are going to be awesome. Yep. So I think I give her a lot more merit. And then the other cow I really like is the Rito Lady 3839. And she's the mother of uh, our herd bullet we own with Gen X, Value Added. Yeah, okay. And yeah. it's come from Hinman's in Montana. And this cow is probably as good a cow as what walks on our place, any breed. Really? And we're selling a flush on her, and we're selling a few daughters of hers also. They really got breed-leading EPDs, but they are awesome phenotypically and have a lot of power to them. Um, so it's pretty unique. And then we're selling semen on, um, like, the bull that won Agribis, and I actually judged up there and used him to win the whole show as a calf. And after the show, I ended up getting part of him bought. Yeah. Um, we're selling semen on the Prophet, who was the champion bull. Um, in Denver this year, champion Pulse Bull. Yep. And then we're selling a lot of embryos out of the champion Horn Bull, but we, we got to keep that locked up until the first year. Right. We said we would because we ended up selling more semen in Denver than what we'd planned. <laughs> and then, it's not, you know, that's not, that's not the a bad you got, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and then uh, we're selling semen on a bull called Advanced Perfection. That's the 628 out Perfecto's mom selling Perfecto semen who's been our go-to heifer bull. Uh, Montgomery Seaman, who's the sire of the champion heifer at Junior Nationals this year, and a couple other division winners. Outcross, the Canadian bull, it's our old standby yeah. um, cow maker. Um, the Authority bull, whose progeny's won a lot for bucks, and, um, and these cattle are exceptional in production. Pendleton, the Angus Bull, he was Denver champion a couple of years ago, and then a couple of Canadian bred, um, uh, a percentage bull and a purebred bull from Wheatlands up there, uh, ringleader in Northern Exposure, and then a lot of embryos and yeah. out of just kind of some rare stuff that, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's any better than anybody else's, but it's unique and it hasn't flooded the market. Um, so this is a good opportunity to tie to some of those genetics. Awesome. It sounds like really quite a lineup of, of semen and embryos. And then uh, another thing, I know your your family is really good at, uh, there, there isn't there like uh, 5% of the of the proceeds of this? Uh, where, yep. where is that getting donated to? Uh, the St. Jude. 
Okay. Um, the regional, awesome. I guess, marketer for St. Jude in this area and, and far beyond is actually a minish, like old Perfect Breeders in Iowa. Yeah. Like, and they judged a lot of shows. And I think Gary Minish was a university guy, but they, they were really a force in the day, but she's got roots to the junior programs and, and, um, Roxanne Johnson's her name. And, and, um, anyway, we've gotten to know her good. And I, I really like the St. Jude deal because it is like a hundred percent donation yeah, and it's a legit cause. Um, and what they do, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of us that I hope nobody takes it for granted just having healthy kids. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, that's, that's all your family you want healthy, but I. Yeah, but it really, I, it really hits when the kids. Yeah, it does. Yep. So that's, and, that's anyway. It's, um, so five percent of everything that Sunday evening goes to awesome. St. Jude's. And last year we did some special lots for them. This year it was just easier to do that. Last year actually my kids donated some out of some of their own cattle yeah. um, to go there. Yep, exactly. So now let's get back to the sale coming up here on the 28th of the three breeds. Uh, what are some of the sale highlights there between your Hereford Angus and the Sim, Sim Genetics? Um, well, like the lot one and one A heifer, three quarter sisters to the heifer that just won Junior National, and their mother, and then they're out of the Profit Bull who won Denver. And uh-huh. these were our only two profits because that spring we put in a lot of frozen embryos and then by the time he made semen and stuff um we barely got this flush in in time but these are the only two profits we had this year and they are awesome really so i mean i think that adds some value to profit potential um the lot twos are out of a kelly cow they've been reserved in denver when eldon krebs and uh, bobby may judge and she was kind of a just a really functional fall freak cow you couldn't pick a hole in but she's outproduced herself. I mean, yeah. these heifers, I, I mean, probably the heifer I like the least out of this flush, I would say ahead, is ahead of her phenotypically. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a phenomenal flush, Deberard. And I think they'll be right up there at the front end. And there's a lot of Montgomery and Deberards throughout the whole book. Um, there's a lot of embryo heifer calves. Uh, Donnie Bagolka buys some of our really good heifers every year. And then he does a lot of in vitro work sure. uh, where we mostly just do conventional flush and, you know, for yep. the bull and heifer mate, well, he, he does a lot of in vitro work just for heifers. Yep. Um, so we get the front end of his heifers and there's probably 20 some from him in the offering too. And, um, and there's a lot of them are Montgomery's or Deberard as well. And there's some other odds and ends out of some really unique cow families. Um, the Angus division, I think, is the most solid it's ever been. I mean, not only from the performance bred cattle, um, daughters of that Hinman cow I was talking about, 38-39. Um, there's just some exceptionally numbered cattle in there. But also on the show heifer end, uh, there's a really unique set of cattle. Um, really solid, and I think they're really fault-free, and they got something to them. Um, and one thing not to overlook is there's three little May Angus heifers in there that are probably right at the front end of that whole thing. But I mean, they're like middle of Mays and they are very immature right now. They're green. They had to wean early. They've stayed healthy. Um, but I think they really need looked into too. And we've just put the videos up on them of some younger ones. We 
had the video of them just like last Friday. Sure. Um, then on the Simmental division, it's fun this year because we're kind of getting that where we want. Um, or I mean, we're getting closer, I guess. But there's a full sister to this year's reigning Denver champion female, and she's bald face. Um, I think she's a better heifer cap than her full sister was at that age. And yeah. With that being said, I think she's sharper through her front end, laid in a little neater at her shoulder. I, I think she is the perfect type of female to feed as a yearling. Um, there's a broker out of Silvera's Dream that's been getting a lot of attention, the half-blood out of the Sarah's Dream cow family. And then there's a couple bankrolls out of another Sarah's Dream cow that was reserved in Denver for my niece. Um, and then there's another purebred relentless heifer that we're really high on. It's a good offering. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like it's, it should be. And hopefully the long-term forecast looks wonderful for that weekend out there in Thedford. Uh, so it looks, it looks great. I know last year was the first year I'd been there and my wife came with me and we were just, uh, the one really, really great thing I thought we pulled into the driveway and each, each side, each side of the. The driveway, uh, I'd lose my direction out there. East and west side was just lined yeah. with lined with American flags all the way up to the side yeah. barn. So, and then and then you jump out and you walk. You're walking around and and you have uh, the old western cowboy music kind of pipe through the systems where you can kind of listen to when you're out looking at the cattle. Just a wonderful scene out there in Thedford, Nebraska. Well, I appreciate that. My wife, I, I don't know. She just, I, I'm glad to hear that because I mean that. Obviously, her doing. I mean, yep. we're all pretty patriotic, but that um, she takes care of all those type of details. Yeah, and and she does she does something else quite well that was featured on uh, was it on Nebraska Stories and and stuff. Yeah, uh, why don't you go ahead and plug give a little plug for what she does too on the side there, well, Jason? Yeah, she owns Bar None Hat Company, and um, she makes custom made cowboy hats. Yep. And anyway, she's a one man show, and. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty darn proud of her because, I mean, that deal, just kind of whatever size she has time for. I mean, and she is very thorough with her time. Oh, yeah. Never backlogged that bad on orders. But um, every stitch and every part of those cowboy hats is done by her. Nothing outside um, once those hat blanks show up. And, and with that, she keeps all the books for the ranch and um, – I think she's an awesome mother to our three kids, and she's pretty much our groundsman. She cleans and mows, and both ranches. And I mean, she's yep. busy. That's, that's, but that's, anyway, the Barnon Hat Company is hers, and, yeah. and she does really good with it. Awesome, yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing. Uh, the rancher's wife uh, probably are the, some of the hardest working women you'll ever find. So, and that's uh, quite evident when you're pulling out there all the all the the flags and her hats and everything that she does for your, for your, yeah. for your family. So in, in raising, yeah, it, I, I don't know, you know, how we'd all get by without them. I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's be, and we could, we kind of walk around with our chest puffed out. And <laughs> yeah, do exactly. The stuff nobody else wants to do too, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, Hey Jason, is there anything else you'd like to add about the upcoming sale? Well, um, you know, I'd like to invite everybody that can make it and not just here. I mean, there's other purebred places on your way. And, you know, I guess the fondest memories I ever had. And, and I get reminded of that when people drive in. And, you know, if 
if you're with a family member and you get out and go look at cattle and make those connections and meet the people. And even if you don't come to buy cattle, just come and, oh. and meet other breeders and get your kids exposed or kids that you help. Or, I mean, you know, hopefully these kids between 4-H leaders or FFA advisors or outside breeders or their own parents get that opportunity to travel because um, there is a tremendous amount of opportunity in this business and, and more than ever. I'm convinced I think it's tougher than ever and you got to be outside of the box and think. Yep. But if you're willing to work in this business, the sky's the limit. Right, exactly. I think it's a great, so. t- great time. One, one question I have. I mean, Hoffman Ranch and then you have the one-fifth. What's the one, the one bar five? Is that your brand or is that? Yeah, it's the, an old family brand that goes back to Montana territory before it was even a state like in 1800. Okay. And nobody's quite sure exactly what it stands for. My dad says <laughs> that we own one. My dad says we own one fifth and the bank owns the other four. <laughs> there you go. That's, 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 yeah. there, there Pretty proud to know we have the one fifth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> At least you still got that. So yeah. if, if they can't make it to your sale, sale day, where, where can, uh, what are the, some of their, their options that they can. Um, they can bid on live TV. Okay. And if there's any complications, we've really revved up our uh, internet service out here. Yeah. Uh, power companies work really good with close to my wife. And I, I think we got about the max you can have, but that's not bomb proof. And yeah. <laughs> if, if there's any problems there at all, there's phone numbers listed uh, throughout the book to call. Um, and don't hesitate to call my dad or uh, either one of my folks or my wife or I um, just, if if there's any glitch and you need any assistance or you need anything ahead of the sale, the call us. Yep. So you, they can probably go to HoffmanRanch.com or yep. website or follow you on Facebook or or talk to yourself or your dad, Denny, or or, or your wife or anybody yep. there. So yep. uh, yeah, don't, and, don't uh, hesitate. Yep. Yep. Nothing. There's you know people are always kind of scared to call, but there's nothing better than a phone call and talking about cattle and talking about you know some perspective. Uh, what's happening in the world. So I know, I know uh, you guys are great customers of ours out at MBS. And I know uh, my barn guy out there, Fred Smith, he really enjoys when you come or, or when Denny comes out, just chatting with you and having the time to visit and stuff. So uh, that, um, I, I, I do have to say that MBS is the model for a business on employees and staff. Um, thank you. The, the communication and the willingness, and um, just how thorough and all the extras that, I mean, I could go on and on, yeah, you know, that's... I got several little stories, but the way you're treated <laughs> and the communicate, any falling out or any rip I've ever had in this business was from a lack of communication, yeah. not on, on both ends, you know, and, right. and I think that's what it takes well. to have especially a deal like that work. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. And I, and I will, I'll, I'll, I got a good, you know, I'm four hours away. Don't make it out there as much as, but I will say I have a pretty well, well oiled machine out there. They're doing, they're doing a good job. And uh, I think they're going to be coming out to see you here in a couple days. So tomorrow, I think, yeah. yeah. Is it tomorrow already? So perfect, perfect. Okay, Jason. Well, Hey, uh, best of luck to your upcoming on your upcoming uh, female. So I'm sure it'd be great. Uh, and once again, everybody, anybody wants to contact, just get hold of Jason. Uh, is it okay if I give your cell number out, Jason? Yeah, you bet. Okay, 
5096 if you want to talk to Jason. If you want to talk to Jason's dad, call 406-425-0859. Or the office number is 308-645-2279. And you can look them up at hoffmanranch.com. But I encourage uh, everybody to check out this outstanding offering they're going to be having on the 20. 28th of September for the for the female sale and then the night make sure you make it the night before for that frozen genetic sale the Sunday the 27th so thanks again Jason and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon buddy yeah thanks a lot guys well thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the bullpen and uh, for more information go to our websites Vogler Seaman Center or Nebraska Bull Service thanks again a Huda Media Production